Hello, friends. This is your host, Joe Fuensalida, and you're listening to the Well for Goodness Sake podcast. Well for Goodness Sake is about being real and keeping it real through real life talks and throughout all walks of life. This means no matter where you are in your life, this is a safe space for you. This is a space for you to come, relax, listen, and hopefully find encouragement for your heart and soul as well as that desired and relatable connection with other people who just might be in the same boat that you're in right now. I am here to laugh with you, to love on you, and encourage your heart with all of mine as much as God gives me the words to do that. We are simply seeking God's heart by getting in his presence and pursuing what I like to call the 4-8 life. We begin by choosing Jesus Christ first and daily and applying practical truths found in scripture in order to find that perfect peace, identity, and purpose. Life is full of chaos, and through all of the ups and downs we experience in life, relationships, and circumstances that are often completely outside of our control, we need God's mercy and grace. We need to be able to laugh and cry, rest and push forward, and find that peace by embracing God's infinite purpose for us and focusing on what is true what is real and worthy of our time, his love for us. Listeners and friends, you are not alone. God loves you. Welcome to this safe space, this encouragement space. I'm so glad that you're here with me. Welcome back to Well for Goodness Sake, a podcast on walking and living the 4-8 life. I am just so thankful and encouraged to be back with you here for another episode. The main purpose of this podcast is encouragement, encouraging your heart, seeking truth, choosing Jesus, and doing a 4-8 over and over again, and sometimes over and over again in the exact same day <laughs> because, well, we're human. Oh my goodness. And This is what's really so incredible about the unchanging love of God. The same yesterday, today, tomorrow. It is always astounding to know that he is always there for us, ready and available for when we come back into his presence. Because, again, we're human, and so we do walk away in moments of trying on our own, in moments of searching for things all by ourselves, or getting lost on the wrong journey for a bit. You know, this could be moments, minutes, hours that turn into days or weeks, months or years of us trying alone. And thank God, praise God that he is still there. He is still there waiting for us, still loving us. And even as I say it, I know that it's true. And I'm just, I'm so grateful, so blessed and so grateful by his love for us. Now, I want you to know before I close today, I will be sharing a quick little audio of my five-year-old daughter and how she practiced the 4-8 a few weeks ago on the heels of that whole first podcast talking about the 4-8 and breaking that down 
We went to a dentist visit several weeks ago and she was just so nervous and she must have asked me to pray three times on the way there (laughs) and again when we parked before we went in. Can you pray for me again, mommy? I still have a little nervous feeling. So before we go, I want you to stay tuned for the little clip and I apologize in advance because it's not going to be as clear as the podcast itself. It was literally an audio recording on my cell phone. We were making a little video and so stay tuned for that. It's very cute. So yay, I'm excited to get into the topic for today on pursuing peace. So here we go. This topic is going to be broken down into multiple parts. I don't know how many parts, but the first part of pursuing peace is three keys to altering our lifestyle into a more peaceful one. And the first one that we'll be focusing on today is first and daily spending time with God. So we are going to break that down today in this episode. And the next episode, second and third episode on pursuing peace are going to be second, worshiping God, and thirdly, choosing joy through thankfulness. But for today, we are focusing on the very first key to altering our lifestyle into a more peaceful one on this pursuit of peace by choosing time with God first and daily. So I'm very excited to get that going with you. Let's get started. Pursuing peace... um, was a concept that I wrote about in a series of Bible studies that I began right after my daughter was born in 2018. I think I completed the concept in what turned into a seven-day series in 2022 because it just kept expanding as God gave me these beautiful things and beautiful insights from Scripture, and I just kept pursuing Him. He kept writing through me, and it just kept coming out into typing in the computer. But it was born out of my desperate search for a more peaceful lifestyle. I have mentioned in previous um, clips on Instagram and in the previous podcast that we have been financially very devastated financially at one point. And so there were many reasons for pursuing peace and being desperate for peace, desperate for less stress. After exhausting every human resource, energy, or strength that I had, I finally turned to God and realized that duh, this is really where you should have started to begin with. Hello, Joe. (laughs) So the title of the particular Bible study that I wrote beginning in 2018 is called In Pursuit of Peace. And it, you know, as I said, turned into like this seven day, (laughs) at least a seven day Bible study. There's no way I could cover the content that the Lord has given me in just a moment. But the main scripture reference behind the entire Bible study is in the book of Psalms, Several books, actually, Psalms 95 through 97, those chapters 95, 96, 97. And so for referencing purposes today for the first part on choosing Christ, choosing time with God first and daily in pursuit of peace, chapter 95 of Psalms in the beginning verses. I was in search of finding biblical applications and truth from the Lord during every single daily devotion for peace in our home. I was aware that there was too much anger not enough communication, like I mentioned, the financial stresses and just general stresses of work, life. The major thing missing in our family home, and maybe you've been there, maybe you have felt this, was peace. It was gone. We didn't have peace. There was too much attention to things that mattered, but that mattered less than focusing on God and relationships as a priority. Too much stress and financial strain, distracting from being a being free to parent and love, being free to speak without anger, yelling or straining, too much collapsing in the easy chair at the end of the day and falling asleep with a favorite TV show on rather than ending the day the same way that it should have started in prayer 
with Jesus. In Pursuit of Peace was written in my efforts to become the best wife and mother I could possibly be by choosing time with God first and most. First and most. <laughs> it was it was written in pursuit of ultimate joy while choosing to basically devour the word like I was a starving person, a starving Christian, um, and trying to fill the hunger that had created this void inside of me with a newer, stronger desire to understand his word in a new way, and that's how this was born. It was written as I gave my best attempt to dive into the word of God and learn and devote myself to every single truth I could find. So how did this happen? Well, it happened by first listening to his voice through prayer and reading the Bible for myself, not just listening to other people talk about it, other leaders or online pastors. This meant being in scripture for myself, understanding truth for myself, seeking for myself, right? Get your own armor. So this Applying those new truths in my family life and watching and learning as God changed my heart above all else, changed my heart first, changed my mindset, changed my views. It, I noticed that our family dynamic began to alter and then even our circumstances in many ways as well. So this series that started out of a bunch of scribbles and my most current journal at the time, it ended up here on the podcast because I took the time to type it for the very purpose of sharing it with somebody perhaps at a Bible study, but now sharing it with you. You're first. You get to hear this first. This is for you. Anyone who has ever noticed any of the following, a lack of peace in any area, including tormented by stress or financial strain, relationship confusion, lack of communication, staggering debt, intimacy concerns or struggles, parenting, anger issues, regulating emotions and feelings in yourself or teaching your children the same thing, failing in body, mind, thoughts, or speech, foul language, organization, prioritizing, friendships, connecting with other people, serving God, grumbling, disobedience in children, disobedience in yourself, anger, anger in your children, fitting in, work-life balance, hearing from God, feeling loved, feeling appreciated, feeling respected, suicidal thoughts, sexual, physical, mental, verbal, or emotional abuse, addiction, cheating and or breaking marriage covenant or vows, physical, mental, or emotional disabilities or disorders, medical conditions, wrong perceptions of you, suffering injuries, debilitating conditions, chronic or acute pain, disease or sickness, being born different, and past hurts. These are just a few of what the average person has suffered or lived through in about half a lifetime. This is where a search for peace is vital. How could a person continue to bear all of this alone without peace? That was a major question that I had as I was seeking for truth. Can you imagine yourself living with sexual abuse or even anger and rage when something goes wrong without knowing how to achieve peace in any kind of way? Can you imagine just two of the things on the list? How would it make you feel? Do you ever feel unseen by people or misunderstood? Have people hurt you, turned on you, spread lies about you? There is a God who is all. A-L-L. I promise you, it is biblical for each and every single thing that you have suffered or endured in your life. You are not meant to carry it alone. And if there's no one you can trust, God is a God that wants you to trust in him. You cannot give the name of a thing that you have experienced alone or without peace in your life, that you cannot also find truth in scripture for who God is 
for that thing. Let me say that again. There is nothing that you have gone through, experienced alone, without peace in your life, that you cannot also find the truth in scripture for who God is for that thing that you went through alone or suffered alone. You could always find a truth about who God is for that thing. I've personally experienced a lot of the things on this list with several exceptions. And of course, I'll share more of that as we go further through, you know, throughout the series and share more on the podcast, different episodes. I encourage you to begin by connecting with Jesus Christ in prayer daily. Ask him to open your heart. That's where it starts. Ask him to open your heart and mind to hear from him and him alone as you begin this journey with me in search of real peace. <laughs> what does that even mean? What is real peace? Peace. Peace followed by real joy. A new sense of purpose for living and remaining alive, unencumbered by the circumstances that maybe we can't control, right? Or maybe they haven't changed yet. Maybe they never will. Be encouraged. You're not alone. God loves you and loves you and loves you and waits constantly for you. And be encouraged or even excited that your heart was designed intricately by the creator for changes. Start out in the beginning of this adventure knowing God wants you to find peace. Choose to believe in that truth and claim it as your own today. So I want to quickly start by praying. Heavenly Father, as we start this series, I pour out my heart to you on behalf of my listeners, family, friends, myself, my family, that you'll open our eyes and hearts to hear, to hear from you. We believe in you and we believe that you not only love us unconditionally and wait for us to come to you and enter your presence again and again and again, but that you also want us to know and live in peace. We choose you today. Thank you for the truth in your word. We love you. Thank you for your great love and sacrifice for us. In Jesus name. Amen. So that first truth in pursuing peace that we talked about is the first and daily. Searching for it first and daily. How do we get to peace? We start each day in the presence of God. How does first and daily, how does this affect us? How does it affect us in a positive way? If we spend time with Christ, get in the presence of Christ, in the presence of Jesus, in the presence of God, every single day, First and daily. Now, obviously, I know that there are some things that stop us from doing what we want to do, correct? <laughs> we have trials and tribulations. We have interruptions. The male guy came. Your baby's crying. They're number one. You, ought, Of course, you have to deal with that. Maybe you have a test or an exam that's due as a student. Maybe you're going through a difficult relationship and all you do is fight and it distracts from everything. I promise you, getting in the presence of God as a Christian believer first and daily Tapping into that power source, which is God, time with God, giving him your time is going to be one of the most life-changing things that you can do for yourself. How does it affect you? You'll start to notice that it will allow you to find the secret to a softer heart. I am going to admit to you that I consider myself somebody who has been an angry person. I don't want to be an angry person, but I have to admit that I have to consider myself as an angry person. I would respond to stress first, feeling anger. And then it, as I learned to change and allow God to alter my heart, it became something that I started changing 
based on how I reacted to the feeling. So first it started with a feeling of anger and then I would act on anger. And so as I made changes, it started with a feeling of anger and then it became something that I changed how I responded to how I was feeling. So as you spend time with the Lord, the secret to getting a softer heart, you spend time first and daily with God, you start to notice that your heart softens. You start to notice that you gain peace in life, relationships, and with, uh, within yourself, really. So how do we do this? How do we search? Where do we look for peace? In the presence of God. Prayer. Spending time in the Bible. He's the one who alters our mindsets when we give him our time and attention. We don't actually have within ourselves the power to alter our mindsets quickly. We can think about something or decide we think something differently, but we actually have to psychologically focus on something else in order to make anything different. In other words, we have to start putting into practice a new habit that can take a long time to create something that becomes permanent. Whereas God is able to do something that we cannot do as humans, which is to alter our heart's content and shift our mindset to a new thing more immediately. Now, maybe we have to keep practicing, but he's able to turn our hearts very quickly. So how do we get this going? Start the day, as soon as I open my eyes, choosing time with him, choosing to worship him, choosing joy. Seek him first, the first part of the day. Again, it's challenging with small kids, early morning jobs, long commutes to work or school. Find something that will enable you to make this a thing, a tool that works for you, a Bible app, a playlist in the car, maybe it's worship music, maybe it's someone speaking, a favorite podcast, hint, hint. (laughs) But no, seriously, find something that works for you in your heart and sets you up for success in your time with God. Matthew 6, 33 says, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. Well, why do we seek? Why do we look for something? What's the purpose behind looking for something? In order to find something, right? To seek is to crave or desire something or someone. That's what it means. The Greek word for seek is zeteo. It's found 119 times in the New Testament. And it means of certain affinity. To worship God is the Strong's definition for that Greek word, zeteo. So we are to worship God by definition of what that verse means, but seek ye first the kingdom of God. So it says, but worship God first. Give him your heart first. Acknowledge God in all that you do. Proverbs 3, 6 says, in all thy ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths. There's a Hebrew word for in all. What do you imagine in all means? I think it's pronounced kole. My dad will correct me if I'm wrong. (laughs) 25 times in the New Testament. And it means totality. In all, right? Remember I said earlier, you can't find any of your problems that you can't also find the truth of who God is for all things. Okay, well, here's another use of the word all. In all thy ways, acknowledge him. In all, meaning everything. Totality. All the ways. The whole thing. In every minute. Start the day first with him, seek him, worship him, and do it all the time. Breaking down that verse a little bit more, what is the way talking about? It's talking about the journey. 
the way, the road, the distance that you have to go. Sometimes the road is something that's already trodden, right? It's already a journey that was taken by someone else. But not for you. If it's new to you, it's your new journey. Acknowledge him. The Hebrew word for acknowledge him is yada. And that means to know, to learn, to discern, perceive, distinguish. It means that you're properly seeing something. You're properly seeing God. You're giving him the glory that's due him. You're giving him acknowledgement. He made you. He designed your heart. He intricately formed you. He loves you. He is all for everything that we could possibly ever experience. And he's waiting for us to acknowledge him. It's not just figuratively. It's recognizing, having causation for spending time with him. It means to know. Acknowledging him is where knowledge and understanding come from. It's being sure of your understanding of God. And the next thing would be, what am I prioritizing first and daily? Yes, we're busy. If we want to notice positive changes every single day, we want to choose God and his kingdom first. One of the truths about keeping a soft heart and doing what I said, you know, spending time with God, allowing him to speak to you, enables our maximum potential. We are created in love. We're created for love. John 13, 34 says, love one another as I have loved you, as Jesus and God have loved you. Without love, we become just another sound in an already noisy and chaotic world, floating around without a purpose, often with opinions or comments that don't encourage or benefit ourselves, right? Much less other people. Nobody wants to listen to that. 1 Corinthians 13.1, though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels and have not charity, I am become as a sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. And that's where I'm talking about if we don't have love, like the love of Jesus, we don't have that maximum potential. We don't have that soft heart. We don't have that perfect peace. Charity here is that Greek word agape. A lot of you have heard of that probably, which means love. And you already know that love is my favorite thing, right? Because I say, what's the most important thing? Love. <laughs> love. The biblical usage for that is affection, brotherly love, benevolence, goodwill. What are you possibly doing if you're bestowing goodwill upon another person? A dear love. So what are we prioritizing first? A soft heart enables maximum potential. And then our greatest purpose is to love. The greatest commandment is to love. Love God, love others. Matthew 22, 36 through 40. Which is the greatest commandment in the law? And Jesus said, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second one is like unto it, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. And then he goes on to say that you can hang all the laws from all the prophets on those two commandments. A commandment is a command, a precept, prescribed rule. It's in accordance with a thing that is done. We are lonely apart from Christ. Our soul needs to trust in him. There's a story of David who's running from Saul to save himself, right? Saul loved him first and then decides that he's upset with him and angry at him and becomes bitter at him. And David is running from Saul. He's lonely and desperate, separated from his army, his friends, his family. He finds himself hungry and tired. And he's basically this madman drooling all over himself to save himself. He's carrying no sword which signifies his, his nakedness, right? No money, no equipment, no safety, no friends, no food. The Bible says that David cried louder than Jonathan when Jonathan tells him of 
Saul's plans to run for his life. David finally stops running. He flees to enemy territory with 600 men whose, you know, king is good to David and his men. And eventually war starts with Israel. And David is in a tight spot, returning to his city and place of refuge to find it on fire and burning. And the women and children and the cattle are taken. Like, here we are back again to this desperate situation. The people with him now want to stone David to death. And can you imagine in this time period or even in 2022 with everything going on, you know, how David would look here in his mental state with all this going on? He would be diagnosed probably with severe trauma, a mental disorder, ADHD, OCD, depression, anxiety, and (laughs) an extremely interesting prescription to say the least. No one was there to strengthen David in his loneliness and wretchedness, right? His humanness. He has to remind himself of Jonathan's words, of God protecting him from the lions. That was another situation he had already gone through from protecting him from Goliath. Another situation. He had to be his own counselor and encourager by turning to the face of God Almighty. He had to do a 4-8, right? He had to dwell on the truths that he knew were true to survive this. He had to get in the presence of God for himself. And after strengthening himself in the Lord, David says in Psalm 57, verse 1, Be merciful unto me, O God. Be merciful unto me, for my soul trusteth in thee. Yea, in the shadow of thy wings will I make my refuge until these calamities be overpassed. We are called to walk closely with God, just as David did here. Every day, the first thing we should do, just as David did here, Or we are also so desperately lonely and without peace. So as we draw to a close here, what is true? What is true? Well, God loves you. God loves me. We are loved. Another truth, first and daily practice enables the pursuit of peace and life in relationships and within us through Jesus Christ. What is also true? God's peace is perfect. God's peace is just as unchanging as he is. God wants us to pursue and find peace in every area in our life. In Philippians chapter 4 verse 7, it says, And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. And keep here means guard. So that means God's peace will guard us. And it begins in the mind and the heart right here as this verse talks about. It doesn't just begin with actions, but those keys, the first key of altering our lifestyle to a more peaceful one is by first and daily spending time with God, asking him for his peace, allowing him to alter our mindset, get a hold of our heart, guard us, keep us through Christ Jesus. I'm so glad that you were here with me for this first little part. Remember, There are three keys to altering the lifestyle that we're going to go into. This first one here on finding more peace in our life in pursuit of peace was first and daily spending time with God. Our next episode, I can't wait. We're going to talk about worshiping God and break that down and talk about what that looks like. And then our third episode on peace is going to be choosing joy through thankfulness and what that looks like. How does that affect us? But here in closing... I want you to enjoy this little clip of my daughter finding peace by choosing God first and daily, choosing that little 4-8 mindset. It's kind of hilarious because she does get super distracted by all the dental things and the fun things that she just got from her dental appointment, her toothbrush, her toothpaste, and all the fun things that kids love. But 
I just want you to listen to the joy and the truth that's coming from this. And it's really just her little heart asking for prayer and then finding peace and going from being nervous and frustrated and crying to being happy and excited about the things she got from the dentist, but really starting to begin at five years old in her little sweetheart and mind, knowing where love comes from and why it's important, how to begin getting peace. In fact, most of the time when she is nervous or afraid, if she's going to bed, she'll ask for prayer because she knows that that's what calms her heart and gives her peace before bed, asking for a prayer or a Jesus song. She knows where already at five, where to start turning to look for Jesus and to look for peace. And so enjoy this little clip. I hope you love it as much as I do. I hope you can hear it clearly. Listen to this. Happy Wednesday. What appointment did we have today? We had a dentist and we had a dentist go on and I had bubblegum toothpaste to me because I choose bubblegum toothpaste and it was very fun. Bubblegum toothpaste, you guys. This morning we were, what, scared? Scared and afraid. Nervous about our appointment. And I got some stuff. And what did we do to not be afraid? We prayed. Everything How many times did you ask mommy to pray for you? Two times. Two times. And I got something after I thought I was gonna get nothing. Hold and on. hold on. And this morning about the 4A life, she's I like, got mommy, a new toothbrush. A new toothbrush. She's so brave. She said, mommy, what's the 4-8? What does that mean? I was like, remember Philippians 4-8? Let's think about what's true and real. We're not alone. And I got floss. Do you floss? like that floss? I like it. Yeah. <laughs> but what did we do, Charlotte, to feel brave? And in teeth this in mind. It's blue toothpaste inside. Blue toothpaste inside? Keep that in mind, she says. <laughs> Charlotte, what's the 4-8? The 4-8, uh, I don't remember. You don't remember? <laughs> you can tell her that. The 4-8? got a yo-yo. Got a yo-yo. What's the 4-8? What's the most important thing? The most important thing is love. Because God made, God created love. God created love. He loved us first, right? What does your shirt say? <gasps> Even your shirt says love. We talked about the 4-8 today. That's Even what I was trying God to say. God made everything. And the most important thing is love. That's right, my mommy says. All kinds of things. We're driving in the car and see that, see that dentist on the door over there? We had to get our teeth cleaned today and she was very brave. And I got bubblegum toothpaste. Keep it on my tooth always. We were talking about the love of God and doing the Tooth, 4 eight. Toothbrush and toothpaste make your teeth get clean after you put germs in their teeth. In case of all the bacteria in your teeth, you have to put that away. I mean, wash that away. Yeah, wash that away. So we're about to head home to daddy because he has to go back to work and he's been watching the baby, but we wanted to say the 4-8 works, right? We prayed, we had peace, and after each prayer she said, thank you, mommy, I feel so much better. And then we were still nervous, but we know that who is always with us? Love and God. Love and God. And toothpaste. Yep. Take care of the body that God gave you, right? Mm-hmm. Take care of the body with brushing your teeth. Yep. Tooth with toothpaste and Toothbrush, yep. What's the love. most important thing? Love. Love. And God loves you. Think about what is true and real. And also, we're not nervous anymore, to are we? Flush 
Don't forget to... To flush your teeth? No, to wash your teeth. <laughs> Don't forget to brush your teeth. And floss your teeth. And floss your teeth. Don't forget to do all these things before bed. That's right. Before bed. Well, after every meal, right? After every meal, even if it's morning. Alright, so what's a good message to send out to people in the world before we go? Love. Who Peace. loves them? God and Jesus. God and Jesus. We can just what's a prayer Jesus? we can say real quick to the people in the world? Um, Let's close our eyes and do a real quick prayer. Father, can I do the prayer? Of course you can. Father, Lord Jesus' name, we pray for all those people that are disobeying God, and we pray for those people that are also un-disobeying God, that are, that are, that are, that are loving God through the sins. Father, Lord Jesus' name, we pray for all those people. And what Mommy said is, we have to have people to have love in their hands and all their body. The most thing that has body in their heart is their heart. Keep that in mind. Keep and, that in mind. And when Father, Lord Jesus' name, I love how she prays. It's like a real conversation with God. And Children pray the best prayers ever. Father, Lord Jesus' name, I pray for this and this and this. I love listening to my kids pray. Don't forget that God made the light. Show them that light. Well, God didn't make this light. That's a man-made light in the car. Yeah, man-made light, but it's still light. It's still God... light that God made. Mm -hmm. it's still light Why? Because God he made it. the people that made the light? Yes. All right. We love you. We're going to go. We hope you have a great Bye. day. Have a Jesus-filled day. Don't forget the 4-8. Don't forget to brush your teeth. Don't forget to floss your teeth. Don't forget to love. Don't forget Bye, to friends. love God. Don't forget to love God. Don't, Don't forget, forget the 4-8. Don't forget you're special to somebody. Don't, Don't forget. forget to go to the dentist so every night Smile every more beautifully day. for Jesus. Even if it's the very last morning of the day that you think you can't go. Just go get your teeth at the dentist clean. And don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Because who is don't. with us? God and Jesus. God and Jesus. All right, we love you guys. Love Bye. You. Bye. Well, friends, listeners, this brings us to the end of our episode today here on the Well for Goodness Sake podcast. I hope you felt welcomed and encouraged here today and realizing you are not alone. You are loved. And you can do all things through Christ and everything else above and beyond that if you let go of self, allow God, and begin each day first and daily walking in the 4-8 life. That means every day, as soon as possible, or before everything else, thinking and dwelling on positive truths that are real, and then circling back to those truths over and over again until a new mindset habit forms on the things that are valuable and worthy of the time God has given you. Remember, I want to stay connected with you and hopefully you want that too. And you can do that by subscribing here to the Well For Goodness Sake podcast on whatever platform you are listening to today. You can follow my Instagram handle at wellforgoodnesssake underscore WFGS. That is wellforgoodnesssake underscore WFGS. You can also subscribe to the Well For Goodness Sake YouTube channel which makes easy listening for those that don't have a podcast platform. There's more content there on seeking God first and daily, some real life humor as I just have to laugh through the ups and downs of parenting and trying my best to walk this 4-8 life. Please feel free to provide feedback or leave a review. In fact, I encourage that if anything I've talked about today resonated with you or was encouraging to you, I'd love to hear from you. 
course, I'm hoping for positive feedback, but I do want to hear from you so that I can connect with you. Continue to provide encouragement for your heart by holding your hand and walking alongside you while we seek God first and daily. Listeners, friends, we are not alone. God is real and God loves you. Well, for goodness sake, let's go do a 4-8. Until next time, I love you and it's all because of him.